This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're paving the way with a COVID-19 safe care plan so you can keep getting better. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash safe care. And now for a better gardening plan, here's our friend Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very, very much. And we will begin this hour, as we always do, with our SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week and some uh, health care tips for your pets uh, that they have sent to me, and I am so glad they did. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Anya. Anya is beautiful. She's a seven-and-a-half-year-old shepherd mix with some interesting quirks. The most unique thing, oh, let me... Grammar teachers will get me on that one. I didn't write this. The unique thing about Anya is her love for TV. Her second favorite activity is to sit with her stuffed toys and watch television while she plays with them. But her absolutely favorite thing in the world is to zoom around the backyard with her doggy buddies. Due to her rough start to life, Anya is a bit of a chicken, but is getting much braver and has learned to love her walks. She has made amazing progress in her foster home, and her confidence continues to improve. Anya would do best in a quiet home with a doggy sibling or two and no children, as the little ones can overwhelm her. This sweet girl is sure to warm the hearts of anyone who meets her. Anya is waiting to meet you in an SPCA of Texas foster home. To request an appointment to meet Anya, please visit spca.org adopt. And... Um, Madeline told me that uh, many, many of their dogs are going out to foster homes for trial adoptions, and that's a that's a really neat thing. And uh, Anya is available for that, so you can try, and and it's kind of like a, a test test drive. It's a test adoption. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Anya has been spayed, microchipped. She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She is waiting for her new forever family in an SPCA foster home right now. To schedule a time to meet Anya, please visit spca.org slash dogadopt. It's A-N-Y-A. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. Please browse the SPCA of Texas available animals at spca.org slash findapet and spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. If this sounds a little bit more technical than it used to, if you haven't listened for a little while, that's because of COVID-19. Now, so, and that's Anya. And if you go to spca.org slash dogadopt and look up Anya, you'll see what a beautiful dog she is. And you can learn all about her. So I hope we'll get her a home. It's a tough, uh, she's, she's saying to herself, why, why did my number get drawn on this weekend with all this bad weather? But anyway, here's the cold weather safety alert from the SPCA of Texas, with, and it's really important information I put on my Facebook page yesterday. With record-breaking low temperatures hitting North Texas in the upcoming days, the SPCA of Texas has some cold weather safety tips to protect pets from the harsh outdoor conditions. Freezing temperatures can be dangerous and even deadly for companion animals, so it is best to keep your pet indoors as much as possible. A good rule of thumb is if you're cold outside your pet will be too 
Limit outside time to quick walks or bathroom breaks and consider providing your pet with a pet sweater and booties to protect their paws from ice and snow. Avoid pavement and walk on grass when possible. The SPCA of Texas never recommends leaving pets outside full-time. However, if pets must stay outside for extended periods of time, always weatherproof their living quarters. The shelter must be covered, dry, insulated, filled with hay or other bedding, and should remain or retain heat. It should be made up of three sides, a roof and a floor. The house should be elevated, the entrance pointed away from wind. It is against the law under animal cruelty in the state of Texas to leave your pet outdoors in extreme temperatures without appropriate shelter. This is an extreme temperature event. Salt, antifreeze, and other chemicals could hurt your pets if they ingest them while licking their paws, so be sure to wipe your pet's paws and legs clean with a wet cloth after an outing. Before starting your car, check to make sure there are no animals hiding in the exhaust pipe of all things or under the tires. Cars and uh, cats and small animals may seek shelter near or under your car, so be sure to look carefully and honk the horn before turning on the engine. Never leave your dog or cat alone in a car during cold weather. A car can act as a refrigerator in the winter holding the cold in and the animal could freeze to death. So a lot of really stark thoughts there, but we need to hear them. For more tips on how to keep your pet happy and healthy, please visit spca.org slash petcaretips. To report suspected animal cruelty, please visit spca.org slash cruelty or call 214-461-1851. That information from the SPCA of Texas, and it is sponsored by Sunburst Shutters of Texas. You might be thinking about replacing your old window treatments with something beautiful. <laughs> That's as if to say, what you have isn't beautiful. Well, that was certainly the case with ours. We were ready. We knew we were ready. And when I went out on a sales call to Sunburst Shutters, I knew that was it. I have found the answer to our prayers. And we have them and we love them. You will too. They're so easy to clean. That becomes important as you get on down the road. But then you also realize these things are really light blocking. And then you realize also these things are really energy efficient because you don't feel the cold drafts when you walk past them. And uh, that's really important. And then you realize Hey, Neil told us these things won't crack or warp or split or peel, and I never have to paint them because they're not wood. They're polywood. It's a man-made material. It looks like wood, but it doesn't act like wood. Oh, my goodness, sir. They're big plantation-style shutters, 2.5, and 3.5, and 4.5-inch louver size. They're just beautiful. They can be custom-fit to any opening in your house. They love the special challenges. Nice people you'll enjoy meeting. Nice people you'll enjoy having in your home. Sunburst Shutters, 214-343-2601. They can also work with you virtually. Let them have that opportunity. 214-343-2601. It's sunburstshutters.com. There's no better time to get back to better, so don't wait. Get the care you need today at Baylor Scott & White Health. Call 888-4-BSW-SAFE to learn more, schedule a visit, or to speak with a nurse. And now, back to Neil. 
Thank you, Stuby. And we get back to our phone calls. We have Al in Fort Worth. Al, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Neil. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for waiting on me. How can I help you? I have two quick questions. Uh, I have a magnolia tree that I planted probably about 12 to 15 years ago, and it's really gotten large now. Uh, by last year or so, I started noticing the roots are beginning to come above the ground, and I have uh, uh, landscape bricks around it if raising the bricks up. So I'm wondering if I cut the roots, it's about four, I think, that's above ground. If I cut that, will it kill the tree? No, it won't kill the tree, but there will be more roots that will uh, will take their place. Ninety um, percent of any tree's um, roots are in the top foot of soil, and so that's always going to be the case. You're going to see surface roots under magnolia trees forevermore. And as the magnolia trees get larger, they're going to have more and more shade, and, and grass is not going to grow under them. And so at some point you're going to say, I need a ground cover down there, and that may be, it may be more prudent for you, Al, at some point just to go ahead and let the roots develop and, and plant a ground cover that will conceal them and will look really pretty beneath the magnolias. I can't see your setting, so I don't know how good that advice is, but that's what most of us do beneath our magnolia trees. Okay, okay, that sounds good. And one other question is, uh, do they have male and female magnolias? I don't believe so. I don't think so. I think all the uh, all the flowers have the cones, and uh, I'd have to I'd have to look, but I'm not aware of it. Well, I've noticed uh, my neighbor has one across the street, and certain times of year these cones start falling off there, and it's it's a million of them, and I don't remember seeing that many on his tree. Well, I I can't tell you. I'd have to do some research. Um, you're talking about Monoecious and Dioecious, and if you'll do just uh, two minutes worth of Googling, you can find out, um, uh, and, and you can do it without using those words. You could easily enough uh, search or just ask Siri or whatever search you do. Uh, do uh, And it's Southern Magnolia is the, is the uh, official common name of the tree that we grow. Uh, do southern magnolia trees have male and female flowers on separate plants? I don't think they do. I think it's all in the same flower. They're very primitive uh, flowering plants, higher plants. In in the in the whole concept of evolution, um, magnolias are oddities because they have broad leaves like higher plants do, like oaks and pecans and things of that sort, uh, as opposed to pine trees, but they still bear cones. And uh, not many cone-bearing plants have broad leaves like that. Uh, but uh, that would be the way that you would tell. Okay. I, th I think what you're blessed with is that you just got more cones. Your plant's he healthier and happier. Right. I, it's really millions of them. I have to yeah. remove them from the yard. Yeah, I see that. I see that happen in yards as well. But it's uh, And it's a small price to pay for a healthy, happy magnolia. Okay. Okay. So anyway, well, I hope that helps. I, if you are going to prune any roots, uh, one one addendum to that answer, uh, that should be done either immediately now or it should be done in October. You don't want to do it any later than now because uh, uh, you're about to go into the hot weather and, and the plant needs time to regrow roots. The best time to remove roots would be in October, November. Okay. 
All right. right. Thank you for calling and thank you for waiting on me. Appreciate both. All right. We'll come back and go to Jay in Hickory Creek. He is up next. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book. It is absolutely nothing like the Cowboy Boot book. Uh, It has roughly the same number of chapters, but they are laid out completely differently. I did not even look at the old book. That old book was written 30 years ago, folks. I didn't even look at the old book when I was writing Lone Star Gardening. I wanted it to be totally different. I wanted it to be a very useful, almost a workbook type. Uh, The workbook... uh, I went nuts on the workbook, what was going to be about a 200-page workbook you could tuck under your arm when you went to the nursery, turned into a reference book that is 344 pages and 840 photographs, a hardback on high-quality paper, and it's heavy. Um, In the sales of 2020, I think, let me see what we figured. I think we figured we, uh, my wife and I carried uh, about 70,000 pounds of the books to the post office. That's a really rough guess. I need to weigh a box and I can tell you exactly, but it was a lot of books. And uh, so anyway, I'd love to get one in your hands and I think you'll like it. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, what you need to know to get started. And I've been emphasizing the fact all weekend that that is where my contention was first laid out, that the USDA hardiness zone map that they brought out in 2012 is in error. They moved us into zone eight, and that's not true. That means that the low temperature here would never get below 10 degrees, and it does. I think it does, by George. I believe it will tonight. And that means if we plant zone eight plants here, we're going to get burned a bunch, and sure enough. So anyway, that's in Chapter 1. Chapter 2 is the calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're trying to grow. 48 pages of when to do the important tasks. And then Chapters 3 through 11 are extremely detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. All of that in the book at $34.95 for a hardback on high-quality paper and printed in Texas by Fine Pressman in San Antonio. Wow, that's a bargain. That happens because there are no distributors, there are no retail stores taking their uh, hands out and taking a share of the profits. It just doesn't work that way, and I am giving you back all of what would have been in their pockets. I just want my my little bit of a profit. And so it's $34.95, and then you pay tax and postage. I will sign your book for you and send it to you. And if you order it uh, off my website today before mid-afternoon, I will sign it today, and we'll get it in the mail first thing Tuesday morning when the post office opens again, if I can get out of our driveway. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening Satisfaction is completely guaranteed or you'll get a full refund not in stores not on amazon you can call my office monday through friday not so sure about monday this week 800-752-GROW 800-752-4769 the better way though is to order right now at neil sperry n-e-i-l 
S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Foundation Repairs. Com. All right. Thank you, sir, very much. Let me tell you about Wortham Brothers. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Phone number is 972-562 and then 5788. Call them for the finest in roofing. Call them if you're worried that your roof may not be holding up properly. Call them if you think you might have hail damage or wind damage. Call them if you know you need a new roof. Call them if you're thinking about selling your house as spring progresses and you want to make sure that you don't have any last-minute surprises when the buyer's uh, agent has a home inspection done and they say, you know you have a rotten roof? Well, you might as well find out yourself because you're going to get burned. Otherwise, it may cost you a sale. So go ahead and have Wortham Brothers come out and take a look at that roof. We have a Wortham Brothers roof on our house, and I can't say enough good about these people. They are quick. They are, well, first of all, they're affordable. Uh, secondly, maybe this be in first place, they are veterans. They have been in business since 1986. They're a second-generation family business serving the entire North Texas area. And then they are quick, and they are careful, and they do a beautiful job. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company for all kinds of roofs, a new and uh, re-roofing as well. So here's the phone number again. It is 972 5788 WBRoofing.com Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. If you've been putting your health on hold, don't delay. Baylor Scott and White Health has added a number of preventive measures to get you back to better. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash safe care. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Jay in Hickory Creek has been waiting very, very patiently. Jay, this is Neil. Thank you. How may I help you? Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. A couple of generic, couple of general questions, uh, one on fertilizer, one on weed killer. Okay. Fertilizer, I know you're supposed to do it about four times a year, starting in either, I, I don't know this, is it the 1st of April or mid of April? And then, of course, you do the same thing through the October feeding. Right. And this is common Bermuda grass? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would start 1st of April and then 1st of each uh, of these months, June, August, and October. So every okay. two months, starting first of April, for for Bermuda, okay. for people with St. Augustine, you would actually only have three feedings. It would be mid-April, mid-June, and uh, early September. I see. And then in terms of fertilizer, I know the first number nitrogen should be high. Second number in general, pretty much zero. The third number, though, I think you indicate it can be a lower number. Is there a limit to that lower number that you prefer? No, it it doesn't matter. It can be nothing. It can be zero if if wish uh, if if you wish. Uh, potassium potash is a part of uh, the uh, the clay um, uh, system of our soils, and so our soils have plenty of potash already. But it does not build up 
to the harmful levels like phosphorus does, the middle number. That's the reason we want no phosphorus added. In fact, states, entire states in the United States have banned the inclusion of phosphorus in fertilizers in their states. And Texas uh, very strongly recommends not using phosphorus in most fertilizers. Uh, but potassium, it, it kind of goes with whatever. There are some... Uh, uh, ingredients when you mix them in you're going to get a little bit of potassium with the nitrogen source and that's not the end of the world you just want very high nitrogen no phosphorus and then little or no uh, potassium um, the one thing I will say uh, Jay that a lot of people don't understand and that needs to be stated uh, you want up to half of the nitrogen to be in a slow release form. Not all nitrogen is the same. And uh, if you put nitrogen like ammonium sulfate uh, on the lawn, that mm -hmm. is very fast release. That's like drinking soda pop for your only sustenance. It, you get a burst for five minutes and then it's gone. And ammonium sulfate is 2100. It feeds the lawn. The lawn looks fabulous for about a week, and then it just drops off the edge of the earth. And it it is a fertilizer that can burn the lawn if you don't water it right away. Uh, it It's just not a good fertilizer. It also leads to a lot of thatch uh, accumulation in lawns, and it also can lead to disease problems because the grass is soft and succulent, just like drinking soda pop can uh, give us ill health if we if we don't have any good nutrition. So that's why you want to get a, a higher quality fertilizer than just the cheap ammonium sulfate. There are people who just okay. say, well, this is all nitrogen. This is just perfect, but they don't they they fail to hear the rest of the message. Sure, understand. Thank you. Okay, so then on weed killer, do you have to apply two different types of weed killer? One to get broadleaf, and then one to get I don't know if these words are used together. Grassy and narrow are they the same thing? Uh, same words? I don't use uh, I don't use the term narrow-leafed weeds. We have broad-leafed weeds, which includes all non-grasses. Uh, okay. Grass and and broad-leafed weeds have a cambium layer in their stems, and that's what those weed killers are are attacking. So broad-leafed weeds could be anything from clover uh, to uh, post oak trees i mean it, it can be anything that isn't a grass and then you have grassy weeds is the is the other phrase that uh, that okay. uh, that that man, uh, lawn management turf people and and uh, horticulturists will use um, and yes you at this point it's best to use separate products because uh, they kind of specialize just like you don't have a an ear nose and throat doctor operate on your shoulder um that really is a bad combination, isn't it? I really wouldn't do that. Um, but uh, you you want gallery is the broadleafed uh, pre-emergent weed killer, and uh, it does a very good job on broadleafed weeds. And so that's why in late August, early September, I recommend it to prevent the germination of dandelions and henbit and chickweed and the the winter, the cool season broadleafed weeds that we're seeing right now, clover. Um, and then both in the, in the winter in, in, at that same time period around Labor Day and also now for the, the summer weeds, uh, that would be crabgrass and grass burrs for those grassy weeds. I recommend either dimension or halts or bayland 
applied in early March and repeated in early June, but I don't think you need to use gallery for that spring application. It's expensive. Uh, you have to mm -hmm. decide whether you want to use gallery or not at any time because you do get a second chance with the broadleafed weeds. You can use a broadleafed weed killer spray to kill existing broadleafed weeds without harming your grass. You don't get a second chance with grassy weeds. There's nothing you can use to kill grasses without killing your desirable grass. Yes. All so, right. simple well, question gets a compli complicated answer, but that's it. So. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Jay, very much. Appreciate it. All right. Let's see. Time for the newscast. You bet it is. Thank you. Uh, that uh, gets uh, Jay's uh, question answered. Brian in Mansfield, next call up. Very good question about the difference between snow accumulating uh, on plants that should be hardy in our zone is snow of benefit. And then Paula near Decatur and uh, a tree to attract hummingbirds for North Texas. I think that Paula may be trying to look ahead toward warmer times. I like her. Uh, Baylor Scott and White sponsors this entire hour. And for many of us, they kind of sponsor our entire lives. You think? You think. They are wonderful. I am proud to recommend Baylor Scott and White Hospitals. In fact, my wife proudly serves on the board of Baylor Scott and White McKinney. She has since before ground was broken. What is that, 10 or 11 years ago? It's a long time ago. She's been on that board a long time. She loves that service. And we thank them for all that they mean to the community. They have done so much, not only Baylor McKinney, Baylor Scott and White McKinney, but our daughter's life was saved at Baylor Scott and White Plano. And uh, I've been there also for several things over the years. So these are the places you want to want to think about in the in the healthcare business, and uh, they're all over the uh, state of Texas, the eastern half of the state of Texas. Baylor Scott and White Health. Nobody ever said you need to be sick to get better, and that's why Baylor Scott and White Health has innovated how people get well and how people stay well. It's where prevention might just be the prescription. Teaching is on the treatment plan, and everybody is always on the same team. It's your team. At Baylor Scott & White, they believe that being better is a way of life, and that begins with their commitment to put patients and members at the core of everything they do. Patients are why the professionals at Baylor Scott & White work tirelessly to make health care work better, ensuring we all can access the care we need when we need it. Your friends at Baylor Scott & White say better is who we are, it's who we've always been, and who we always will be. It's what drives us to look beyond the hospital walls and push beyond the status quo, never settling for anything less. And it's how we create healthcare experiences that inspire a life well lived, because that's what being better is all about. Baylor, Baylor Scott and White Health, changing healthcare for the better. You can learn more at GetBetterTexas.com. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey Google, play WBAP. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. Normally comes out just a little after 6 p.m. on Thursdays. This past week we sent it on Wednesday because of the uh, coming in of the cold spells. 
And uh, so I'll do that once in a while, or if Thursday, like Thanksgiving, is a holiday, we'll send it out a little bit early. But but basically on Thursdays, uh, you'll have a Plant of the Week story, you'll have a Featured Question of the Week story, and you'll have Gardening This Weekend, where I point out the 10 or 15 things that are most important to get done that week. This week, I can promise you that I'll have a story that's a follow-up to the cold. What do we do now? kind of a story. And Stephen Chandley will have a story, and I have no idea what he's going to write, because he's Stephen. That's what happens. So, uh, if you want to see what eGardens looks like, go to my website. That's where you sign up. It's free and always will be. We'll never give or sell your email address to anybody, nor will we ever spam you. Uh, But you need to see what it looks like. You'll be comfortable. And uh, I predict that you will say, yes, I want to join the 68,300 people who subscribe to eGardens. And you'll sign up right then and there. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. The most intense part of the current winter storm will hit us this afternoon. I'm Dennis Martin at the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident has shut down the southbound Dallas North Tollway between Briar Grove Lane and Trinity Mills Road. And another accident's affecting the right lane of northbound 35E at the Zang Curb. Meanwhile, the express lanes on 35W that were closed because of Thursday morning's huge accident remain closed as work crews are still trying to clean them up and get them available for traffic use. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Cloudy, windy, cold today. Heavy snow beginning this afternoon. High temperature about 20 degrees. We're past that now. Overnight low tonight between 3 and 6. Tomorrow's going to be cloudy, windy, and extremely cold. Tomorrow's high temperature, no more than 14. Right now, there are snow showers in the area and 18 degrees officially. Officials in Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Texas are braced for a winter storm. This one that forecasters say will bring heavy snow and ice into the region. Texas Governor Greg Abbott's warning that all of Texas faces an unprecedented winter storm that he asked for a federal disaster declaration before the storm hit. Abbott has already issued a state disaster declaration and has also activated the Texas National Guard. Southwest Airlines is warning travelers' flights may be delayed, diverted, or canceled. In Dallas, Amarillo, Lubbock, and Midland, Austin, and in San Antonio airports, as well as other weather-affected airports around the area, including Tulsa, Oklahoma City, and Wichita. Many school districts will be closed on Monday, either in observance of President's Day, which is a professional day for instructors, or, of course, for the weather. Check your student's school online for a final determination whether or not they're going to be open. From the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 10 o'clock. Meanwhile, 24-7 News coverage is right there at WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very much. Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair. 
I have told you about them for 25 years, and proudly so. I've been a customer of Advanced Foundation Repair twice. You say, well, Neil, why twice? Thought you only needed to have them out once. Two different buildings. One was our house where they really fixed up our uh, sunroom and uh, got it, made our house whole again, got it all up and, and running. It was poured separately from the rest of our house and it had become almost detached. It was having its own life and uh, it is now really, really in good shape. That's one time that Advanced Foundation Repair helped us and very affordably so. And the second time was at our an old historic house in downtown McKinney, a pier and beam house, I might add, and they knew what to do with that. They got it all up and running and in great shape, and uh, so I am thrilled with Advanced Foundation Repair, and therefore I am thrilled to tell you about them. The home inspection is absolutely free when they come to your home and take a look. It's almost like they're uh, uh, constructing a topographic map of your foundation. They'll show you where there are problems. They'll quantify the problem. If it's a minor problem, they'll show you what could be done to alleviate it. If it's a major problem that they need their help they will show you what they will do what it would cost and um, and and what what does need to be done and I really appreciated that and when we peeled our uh, carpets back we saw the cracks that they had been talking about we couldn't feel them because of the carpet padding but oh my goodness they were there exactly where they said they would be that's advanced foundation repair I hope you'll use their services when they do work they guarantee it for the lifetime of the home transferable from owner to owner to owner backed by cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust they serve the entire North Texas area and here is their phone number it's 214-333-0003 foundationrepairs.com plural foundationrepairs.com 214-333-0003 advanced foundation repair if you're back in the office or working from home, feel free to listen on your computer at WBAP.com. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP.com. I have had a lot of joy with the uh, with the wild birds in our backyard landscape. If you've looked at my Facebook page in the last couple of days, you have seen that joy. They are out there. Uh, when I finish, I'm broadcasting from home today. Our grandson is here with us, and he and I will be watching the birds, and I'll be taking photos of the birds. We have had so many wild birds at our feeders, and... Uh, Wild Birds Unlimited deserves the credit. Wonderful feeders. Wonderful raccoon baffles. You can see them on my Facebook page. Wonderful uh, 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 peanut feeders uh, to attract the blue jays. And oh my gosh, seven blue jays we have, probably or more, but I have seen as many as seven at a time in a uh, in a, an American Beautyberry shrub that's about 10 feet away. They stage there, and one at a time, they cycle through this uh, stand with the two peanut feeders, and they snatch and grab, and uh, they're gone. They don't even light a lot of times. They just snatch and grab, and away they go. It's just so much fun to watch. I'm, I've been having to fill that the peanut feeders every three hours uh, with ice and snow, 
probably going to have to cast them out onto the ground now for a while. But it is so great. And Wild Birds Unlimited has everything you need. Now, three other stores have banded together to sponsor my programs here and over on uh, uh, KLIF. That's the Arlington store, the Dallas store, and the McKinney store. Arlington is at 1660 West Randall Mill Road near Gene Allen's Hallmark. Dallas, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams. And in McKinney at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, right beside Tom Thumb. Oh, these are great stores. The quality of the products that they sell is unexcelled. Just fabulous. Wild Birds Unlimited, WBU.com slash DFW. Now's the time to get back to better. Baylor Scott & White Health is moving ahead so better health can follow, providing new ways of care to keep you safe. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash safecare. And now here's Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you very, very much. Let's go back to our phones, and we go to Brian in Mansfield. Brian, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I kind of chuckle a little bit. You talk about the joy of wild birds. Well, I had a flock of robins. Uh, enjoying my water features the other day. <clears throat> excuse me the other day and it wasn't too joyful after they left it was <laughs> it was pretty nasty well but, that uh, happens <laughs> we anyway. uh, we had a lot of robins come through we have a mockingbird that's very territorial and yeah. he was able to to fend off against the seven blue jays he has his own uh feeder that he only eats from and and he's the, the prince of that kingdom uh, but when the robins arrived in the hollies right behind his feeder, he, I bet we had a hundred robins and he yes. had no way to shoo them all off at one time. He was <laughs> frantic trying to get rid of them. It was just comical to watch it all. So anyway, well, maybe, maybe this snow is going to wash off the mess that they left behind. Well, but, it's uh, a, it's a it's short term thing. It's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. Uh, no, my water features, they're being tested by this weather for sure. And yes, uh, one is a first year. Uh, my question is, is there an advantage to the snow on zone-type plants with it blanketing the crown of the of the plant? To a degree. Uh, very definitely, if it's something like Asian jasmine, which uh, can brown pretty badly in our area, uh, it may keep it from browning, may not. Uh, Asian jasmine... I've grown for 50 years, and that includes uh, December 23, 1989, when we went below zero uh, at our home in McKinney, outside McKinney. Uh, it froze to the ground and came back very beautifully in the spring. Um, it may have to do that again this year. Snow over the top of it may keep it from turning brown. Snow is an insulator. Uh, the, the plants stay at 32 degrees while they're packed in the ice, so it will help in that way. Now, where where you see in the north where they get a, a 12 or 18 inch deep snowpack and you have plants that are not totally reliably hardy like roses up north i'm talking about in the in the upper midwest uh, it's not uncommon for the plants to freeze to the snow line and then from that point down they're they're uh, alive so um, you know in, in our area uh, figs would be a good example if we have uh, if we if we have I don't mean to insinuate that we're going to get 10 inches of snow but if we get a heavy snow and and we have uh, temperatures down around zero uh, pomegranates could be frozen figs could be frozen 
and they may freeze not clear to the ground but back to that snow line but it's yeah what about the like the salvias the sages and the hibiscus are are they going to be okay you're talking about hardy hibiscus yes yes those things are hardy into canada Okay. They're hardy okay. to 20 or 30 below zero air temperature. They're fine. What about the salvias and sage? Salvias, sage. salvias should be fine. Russian sage is hardy to Lake Erie. I'm thinking of a, a uh, I'm thinking of um, uh, oh, Kingwood Gardens in Mansfield, Ohio. I taught in Shelby, Ohio for two years, and I took my students to, to a, a Kingwood Center, and uh, eight miles down the road, and and uh, these things are growing there, and they're there year after year after year. They're hardy. That's uh, 40 miles south of Lake Erie. They're fine. Okay, and like I have, uh, I think you mentioned earlier about some of the zone plants. I just planted, like I said, two Russian sages about two they're weeks fine. ago. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, brand new pieces. like that, I don't know. I would probably pile some leaves up over them if you have access to any still. It may be too cold, and they may be frozen, but but it would help to put something over them just because they're brand new plants. But but normally it would not be a problem. All right, thank you, Neil. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. All right, let's see. We have Paula near Decatur. Let me keep an eye on my time. I've got to be very mindful of that. Um, let me uh, let me take Paula quickly and try to give her. She's wanting a list of plants uh, that will attract hummingbirds. Is that right, Paula? A list of trees. I've got trees. I've got a list that I researched, but I've had some people tell me that these aren't good for North Texas. So I just need a suggestion for trees that will withstand right. the hot summers. All right, I will give you a list. It's going to be a fairly short list that I can think <laughs> of, uh, because I don't think of of trees as being summer bloomers to start with, and secondly, uh, being attractive to hummingbirds. It's going to have to be something with a throat to its uh, flower, uh, or at least mm -hmm. be attractive to the, the hummingbirds. And the one that came to my mind immediately was um, uh, Desert Willow, Chilopsis. That one will, and, and because of that, I then thought backwards to Catalpa, which is the relative. I don't know that I'd go out of my way to plant a Catalpa just so hummingbirds would have uh, a plant attractive to it, but the, I could I could go with Chilopsis with the Desert Willow. It's, it's an okay plant, not my favorite big shrub or small tree, but but it's there. Um, and mimosa, the same thing would be said. It's not a high-quality tree, but I think the, I think it is attractive to hummingbirds. Uh, red buds are, I, I, I think. Um, and then I'm not sure about crepe myrtles. I would do a little research on crepe myrtles and, and see okay. them. Those are those are things, and and I'd also look at Altheas. They're not not trees. But they're large shrubs that are somewhat tree form. What was your list? Uh, crab apples, eastern redbud, eucalyptus, English hawthorn. Anyway, I was told that a lot of those aren't good for okay. for North Texas. Yeah, English hawthorn is not. Um, crab apples are not because of cedar apple rust. The ten that I bought died with them. Well, I didn't die, but they were mangled within about two weeks. I just threw them away. I had 10 five-gallon pots, 10-gallon pots, I guess it was. And they looked so bad, I couldn't even take them back. So I just mm. threw them away. Um, uh, the uh, Eastern Redbud is one I mentioned, so I think that one, that comes off both lists. And okay. uh, then, I forget what the fourth one was you had. Uh, English uh, Eucalyptus? That's not going to grow here. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And then real quick, is there any advantage of buying a 30-gallon over 15? I mean, I know the 30-gallon's about a year's growth, bigger. About a year's growth and a little okay. bit more margin of error for if you let it get too dry. It'll be harder to let that one get too dry. But if you're a good gardener and you're careful about watering, um, you know, it's going to cost you a lot more. And you can, you if, if you're patient and can wait a year, it'll it'll be fine. Right. Okay, great. All right. Okay, great. thank you so Thanks. much. Thanks, you bet. All right, let me uh, get a break in here. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book. Love to sign one for you. The only way I can do that is if you buy it. Funny how that works. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. You have to go to my website to buy it. I'll be signing books this afternoon, and uh, we will clear the uh, website orders sometime around 2 o'clock today. If you get the order in before 2, I'll be happy to sign it, and we'll get it to the post office as soon as possible Tuesday morning. I think they're closed tomorrow. And uh, my website is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Book is 34 plus tax and postage. I will sign your copy. I'll guarantee your satisfaction with the book or I'll refund every penny. I think you will say, man, I can't believe how much more information this has than that old cowboy boot book from 30 years ago. The two are not in any way alike. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, not in stores, not on Amazon, covering all aspects of gardening from lawns and landscapes to flowers, fruit, and vegetables for every county in the state of Texas. Order it by calling my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W, 752 Four seven six nine, or better yet, order it right now at neilsperry.com. N e i l s p e r r y dot com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex, turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks, local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything that you need. Once they've helped you check off all the items on your list, they have uh, questions of their own. You think they've had a little business the last few days? I think they might have. That's great. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer, and if you think of it, please let the manager or the owner know, hey, I hear your ads on Neil's program. Please do tell them that. And you'll find a great deal on miracle Grow potting mix. Two cubic foot bags, sale price $12.99. Save $3 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $9.99. There is a limit of 
60, six zero bags. Your plants want to show off. Give indoor and outdoor container plants the right ingredients to grow bigger and more beautiful with miracle Grow Potting Mix. They're especially, their specially formulated mix feeds for up to six months for more blooms and more color. It grows plants that are twice as big versus unfed plants. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, people you already know. Ace is the place for miracle Grow potting mix. Two cubic foot bags, only $9.99, a limit of 60 with your Ace Rewards card. There's no better time to get back to better, so don't wait. Get the care you need today at Baylor Scott & White Health. Call 888-4-BSW-SAFE to learn more, schedule a visit, or to speak with a nurse. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you, Stuby, very much. And thanks to uh, Baylor Scott & White for sponsoring this entire hour. And standing by right now, while he jogs in place to stay warm, it's Pastor Tommy Brummett from the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. Tommy, how are you? Good morning, Neil. It's a, it's a little chilly this morning. It is chilly. I remember some of those Sundays back when we used to, <laughs> sound like geezer talk, back when we used to meet in the church, and I'd be yeah. ushering back there at the northeast corner, the entrance. Man, that door got cold. <laughs> yes, sir. Nothing yes, like sir. this, though. And we're still uh, we're still worshiping online, correct? Online. Uh, right now, the... Um you know, our, our infection numbers are going down. The number of people uh, getting vaccinated, inoculated, is just going up. It won't be long. It won't nope. be long. So Lynn and I got our second shots on Lynn and I got our second shots on Friday. Excuse me. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, nice. Nice. Good. Good. Yes. I've talked to a lot of people that have, and so it's not going to be long. But, but we just need to hold the line right now. Just, yes. just be steady, and we'll get to the other side. What is your sermon today? So actually, my sermon is Dr. James Woods, who's preaching for us. We've had a, a series of sermons from uh, strong uh, black preachers that are that are Methodist and friends, and, and James is on my staff here. Strong and, he and smart. Is, oh, God, smart, <laughs> golly. Yeah. In fact, he's talking about the book that he just got published. Uh, and uh, you will be you will be happy to hear this sermon. I've already heard it because we produced our worship service yesterday when we could uh, drive with no problem. So <laughs> I'll I'll be with you. I'll be I'll have my coffee and I'll be worshiping alongside you. I uh, love it. Just a few minutes. <laughs> I love it. All right, that is at sharingtheheart.org, and that is the traditional service of the First United Methodist Church in McKinney, and the uh, contemporary service will be at 1110 with Pastor Abe. Is that correct? That is, and Abe's going to be interviewing uh, the Reverend Edlin Cowley uh, this morning, and it's just going to be a great opportunity uh, to be blessed. Good. And uh, Pastor Stacy at 1030 from the Melissa I'm Church. Blessed. In her remote location? Yes, I believe it's from Pastor Stacy's living room this morning. Oh, my goodness. Hard to keep up with all this. Oh, my gosh. All right. All of that from our church, folks. Those of us who are proud to be members there are happy to call it our church. First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney. Well, Tommy, I'm glad you get a little bit of warm time off today. And uh, Tommy does a birding feature with me on KLIF every Saturday that we can can, uh, pull him loose. And uh, I have never, ever seen the bird activity like we're having right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Just just amazing. Just amazing. And if you 
if you've got opportunity, put a little bird feed out uh, for, for your little cold-feathered friends today. That'd be a good thing to do. I am bringing it in the house, and it's going on top of the snow. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> not taking that chance. Tommy, thank yes, you sir. so much. Thank you. Bless, bless you. you. Have okay. a great day. Thank you. All right, Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. Tamara is in Fort Worth. Tamara, this is Neil. How may I help you? Yes. Hi, Neil. Thanks so much for your show. Sure, um, thank you. Uh, I have a question about boxwoods. So uh, the storm seven years ago that's similar to the one we're having now, um, I lost about 75 feet of boxwoods. So um, I was curious about, and looking it up, um, it said that some of the problem with that is hydration, uh, so they don't get enough water because the ground freezes, um, and then the other is ice burn. So can you tell me what's the best way to winterize those? Um, I covered them up with a bunch of blankets and uh, tied them up, and so we'll see how they do. The best way to get our plants ready for the cold weather is to uh, water them very heavily three or four days ahead of a, a cold spell, too late for that now, uh, and then cover them with something called frost cloth. If you have blankets, I guess that will be the next best. Uh, avoid any um, uh, high nitrogen fertilizer in the fall so they don't have a lot of soft growth on them and then just hope for the best. There are varieties of boxwood such as green luster and wintergreen that hold their color much better and, and uh, that would also be a good, uh, good plan. But otherwise, hey, I appreciate your call. Folks, uh, we will talk about where do we go next, next week in the program. Thank you for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy gardening.